0: Hello friends, I am Pradeep Kumar Acharya. Now I will describe the chapter number 34 from the book Organic Chemistry written by the Morrison and Boyd and it is the 6th edition. Chapter number 34 contains the carbohydrates, its monosaccharides. So first we will start with the introduction in the leaf of a plant the simple compounds carbon dioxide and water are combined to form the sugar glucose this process known as photosynthesis requires catalysis by the green coloring matter chlorophyll and requires energy in the form of light thousands of plus glucose molecules can then be combined to form the much larger molecules of cellulose, which constitute the supporting framework of the plant. Plus glucose, that means plus in bracket glucose. Molecules can also be combined in a somewhat different way to form the large molecules of starch, which is then stored in the seeds to serve as food for a new growing plant. When eaten by an animal, the starch and in the case of certain animals also the cellulose is broken down into the original plus glucose unit. This can be carried by the bloodstream to the liver to be recombined into glycogen or animal starch. the need arises, the glycogen can be broken down once more into the plus glucose. The plus glucose is carried by the blood stream to the tissues where it is oxidized ultimately to the carbon dioxide and water with the release of the energy originally supplied as sunlight. Some of the plus glucose is covered converted into fats some reacts with nitrogen containing compound to form amino acids which in turn are combined to form the proteins that make up a large part of the animal's body the plus glucose cellulose stars and glycogen all belongs to the class of organic compounds known as carbohydrates Carbohydrates are the ultimate source of most of our foods. We eat starch containing grains or feed it to animals to be converted into meat and fat which we then eat. We clothe ourselves with cellulose in the form of cotton and linen, rayon and cellulose acetate. We build house and furniture from cellulose in the form of wood. Thus, carbohydrates quite literally provide us with the necessities of life, food, clothing and shelters. Basic necessities aside, our present civilization depends to a surprising degree upon cellulose, particularly as paper, the books and newspapers we read, the letters we write the bills we pay and the money and the checks with which we pay them marriage license driver license driving license birth certificates mortgage papers in the form of bags and boxes sheets and rolls the study of carbohydrates is one of the most exciting fields of organic chemistry it extends from the tremendously complicated problem of understanding the process of photosynthesis to the equally difficult problem of unraveling the triangle steps in the enzyme catalyzed the conversion of plus glucose into carbon dioxide and water. Between these two biochemical problems there lie the more traditional problems of the organic chemist, determination of structure and properties of the carbohydrates and the study of their conversion into other organic compounds in this book we shall learn something of the fundamental chemical properties of the carbohydrates knowledge that is basic to any further study of these compounds now definition and classification of carbohydrates Carbohydrates are polyhydroxyaldehydes, polyhydroxyketones or the compounds that can be hydrolyzed to them. A carbohydrate that cannot be hydrolyzed to simpler compounds is called a monosaccharide. A carbohydrate that can be hydrolyzed to two monosaccharides molecules, that means two number of monosaccharide molecules and it is called then disaccharide, a carbohydrate that can be hydrolyzed to many monosaccharide molecules is called a polysaccharide, a monosaccharide may be further classified, if it contains an aldehyde group then it is known as an aldose, if it contains a keto group then it is known as a ketose depending upon the number of carbon atoms it contains a monosaccharide is known as a triose tetrose pentose hexose and so on and aldohexose for example is a six carbon monosaccharide containing an aldehyde group a ketopentose is a five carbon monosaccharides containing a keto group most naturally occurring monosaccharides are pentose or hexose. Carbohydrates that reduce felling's or benedicts or tolerance reagent are known as reducing sugar. All monosaccharides whether aldose or ketose are reducing sugars. Most disaccharides are reducing sugars. Sucrose which is commonly known as the table sugar is a notable exception for it is a non-reducing sugar. Now plus glucose, first bracket plus first bracket close hyphen glucose, it is an aldohexose because it is the unit of which starch, cellulose and glycogen are made up and because of its special role in biological process. Special glucose is by far the most abundant monosaccharides, there are probably more plus glucose units in nature than any other organic group and by far the most important monosaccharides. Most of what we need to know about monosaccharides, we can learn from the study of just this one compound and indeed from the study of just one aspect, its structure and how that structure was arrived at. In learning, about the structure of the plus glucose, we shall at the same time learn about its properties, since it is from these properties that the structure has been deduced. The plus glucose is a typical monosaccharides, so that in learning about its structure and properties, we shall be learning about the structure and properties of the other members of this family. The plus glucose has the molecular formula C6H12O6 as shown by the elemental analysis and molecular weight determination. It is summarized other evidence about its structure, evidence consistent with the idea that the plus glucose is a 6 carbon straight chain pentahydroxyaldehyde that is that plus glucose is an aldohexose. But this is only the beginning. There are as we shall see the 16 possible aldohexoses, all stereoisomers of each other and we want to know which one plus glucose is. Beyond this, there is the fact that the plus glucose exists in alpha and beta forms. Indicating still further stereochemical possibilities that are not accommodated by the simple picture of a pentahydroxy aldehyde. Finally, we must pinpoint the predominant conformation in which the compound exists. All this is the structure of plus glucose and when we have arrived at it, we shall see the feature that make it a very special molecule that it is. Now, minus fructose. First bracket minus, first bracket close hyphen fructose. It is a two keto hexose. The most important ketose is minus fructose which occurs widely in fruits and combined with glucose in the disaccharide sucrose. The following sequence shows that the minus fructose is a ketone rather than an aldehyde and gives the position of the keto group in the chain. Fructose is thus a two keto hexose. Now, stereoisomers of plus glucose, nomenclature of aldose derivatives. If we examine the structural formula we have drawn for glucose, we see that it contains four chiral centers. Each of the possible stereoisomers is commonly represented by a cross formula. It is understood that horizontal lines represented bonds continuing towards us out of the plane of the paper, and the vertical lines represent bonds going away from us behind the plane of the paper. The dissimilarity of the two ends of an aldohexose molecule prevents the existence of meso compounds, and hence we expect that there should be 2 to the power 4 or 16 stereoisomers, that means 8 pairs of enantiomers, all 16 of these possible stereoisomers are now known through either synthesis in the laboratory or isolation from natural sources. Only 3 plus glucose, plus manose and plus galactose are found in abundance. Of these 16 isomers only one is the plus glucose that we have described as the most abundant monosaccharides. A second isomer is minus glucose, the enantiomer of the naturally occurring compound. The other 14 isomers are all diastereomers of plus glucose and are given the names of their own. For example, Manose, Galactose. Gulose, etc. As we might expect, these other aldohexoses undergo the same set of reactions that we have described for glucose. Although as diastereomers, they undergo these reactions at different rates and yield different individual compounds. The chemistry is essentially the same. The products obtained from these other aldohexos are generally given names that corresponding to the names of the products obtained from glucose. This principle for the aldohexos that means plus mannose which occurs naturally in many plants. A correct model of one of The stereoisomers is difficult to build unless we follow certain rules first clearly stated by the great carbohydrate chemist, Emil Fischer. Number 1. Construct a chain of carbon atoms with a CHO group at one end and a CH2OH group at the other. Number 2. Hold the CH2 group in one hand and let the rest of the chain hang down. Number 3, take the CH2 group at the bottom end in the other hand and bring it up behind the chain until it touches the CHO group. Number 4, now one hand can hold both groups firmly and the rest of the chain will form a rather rigid ring projecting towards you. By this procedure, you have a CHO group above and CH2OH, that means the CHO group is above of the CH2OH group and both these groups directed away from you. Number 5, finally still holding the ring, look in turn at each carbon atom and attach the OH or H. To the right or to the left, just as it appears in the cross formula. In each case, these groups will be directed towards you. Now, shortening the carbon chain of aldose, the rough degradation, RUFF, rough degradation. There are a number of ways in which an aldose can be converted to another aldose of one less carbon atoms. One of these methods for shortening the carbon chain is the rough degradation. An aldose is oxidized by bromine water to the aldonic acid. Oxidation of the calcium salts of the acid by hydrogen peroxide in the presence of ferric salts yields carbonate ion and an aldose of One less carbon atoms. Now conversion of an aldose into its epimer. In the presence of a tertiary amine, in particular pyridine, an equilibrium is established between an aldonic acid and its epimer. This reaction is the basis of the best method of converting an aldose into its epimer, since the only configuration affected is that at carbon number 2, C2, the aldose is oxidized by bromine water to the aldonic acid which is then treated with pyridine from the equilibrium mixture thus found the epimeric aldonic acid is separated and reduced to the epimeric aldose. now the configuration of plus glucose that means the fisher proof let us turn back in the year 1888 only a few monosaccharides were known among them the plus glucose minus fructose plus arabinose plus mannose had just been synthesized it was known that plus glucose was a aldohexose and that plus arabinose was an aldopentose. Emil Fisher has discovered in the year uh, 1884 that the phenyl hydrogen could convert carbohydrates into osazone. The Kiliani cyanohydrin method for lengthening the chain was just two years old. It was known that uh, aldose could be reduced to Alditols and could be oxidized to the monocarboxylic aldonic acid and to the dicarboxylic aldonic acid. A theory of stereoisomerism and optical activity had been proposed in the year 1974 by Vanthoff and Label. Methods for separating stereoisomers are known and optical activity could be measured. The concept of racemic modifications that is meso compounds and epimers were well established. The plus glucose was known to be an aldohexose but as an aldohexose it could have any one of the 16 possible configurations. The question was which configuration did it have? In the year 1888, Emil Fischer, set out to find the answer to that question and in the year 1891 announced the completion of a most remarkable piece of chemical research for which he received the Nobel Prize in the year 1902. Let us follow Fisher's steps to the configuration of plus Glucose. Although somewhat modified the following arguments are essentially those of Fischer. The 16 possible configuration consist of 8 pairs of enantiomers. Since methods of determining absolute configuration were not then available, Fischer realized that he could at best limit the configuration of plus glucose to a pair of enantiomeric configurations. He would not be able to tell which one of the pair was the correct absolute configuration. To simplify the problem, Fisher therefore rejected 8 of the possible configuration arbitrarily retaining only those 8 configurations in which the C5 carried the OH group on the right. He realized that any argument that led to the selection of one of these formulas applied with equal force in to the mirror image of that formula. Since his proof depended in parts on the relationship between the plus glucose and the aldopentose minus arabinose, Fischer also had to consider the configuration of the five carbon aldose of the eight possible configurations, he retained only four configuration. Again, those on which the bottom chiral center carried the OH group on the right. The structural formula we can find to represent the plus glucose so far could actually represent it any of the 16 aldohexos, only when we have specified the configuration about each of the chiral centers will we have the structural formula that applies only to the plus glucose itself. Before we can discuss the brilliant way in which the configuration of the plus glucose was worked out, we must first learn a little more about the chemistry of monosaccharides. Now oxidation, effect of alkali, aldose can be oxidized in 4 important ways. Number A, by phalanx or tollens reagent, Number B, by bromine water, Number C, by nitric acid and Number D, by pyriodic acid, HiO4, aldose reduces tollens reagent as we would expect aldehydes to do. They also reduce the filling solution that means an alkaline solution of cupric ion complexed with the tartrate ion or benedic solution in which complexing it with the citrate ion. The deep blue color of the solution is discharged and red cuprous oxide precipitate. This reaction is less useful however than we might at first have expected. In the first place, they cannot be used to differentiate aldose from ketose. Ketose also reduce phalanx and Tollens reagents, and this behavior is characteristic of alpha hydroxy ketones. In the second place, oxidation by phalanx or Tollens reagent cannot be used for the preparation of aldonic acid. That means the monocarboxylic acid from aldose. Both fillings and tolerance reagents are alkaline reagents and the treatment of sugars with alkali can cause extensive isomerism and even decomposition of the chain. Alkali exerts this effect in part at least by establishing an equilibrium between the monosaccharide and an anadial structure. Anediol structure. E-N-E-D-I-O-L. Anediol structure. Bromine water oxidized aldose but not ketose. As an acidic reagent, it does not cause isomerization of the molecule. It can therefore be used to differentiate an aldose from a ketose and is the reagent chosen to synthesize an aldonic acid, that means monocarboxylic acid, from an aldose. Treatment of an aldose with the more vigorous oxidizing agent nitric acid brings about oxidation not only of the CHO group but also of the CH2OH groups and leads to the formation of the alderic acid that means dicarboxylic acids. Like other compounds that contain two or more OH group or double bond O groups on the adjacent carbon atoms, carbohydrates undergo oxidative cleavage by periodic acid HiO4. This reaction is one of the most useful tools in modern research on carbohydrate structure. Osazone formation, that means epimers. As aldehydes, aldose react with phenyl hydrogen to form phenyl if an excess of phenyl is used, the reaction proceeds further to yield products known as osazones, which contain two phenyl residues per molecule. A third molecule of the reagent is turned into aniline and ammonia. Osazone formation is not limited to carbohydrates but is typical of alpha-hydroxyaldehydes and alpha-hydroxyketones in general. Removal of the phenyl Hydrogen groups yields dicarbonyl compounds known as osons, Osones For example, osogen react with the C6H5CHO in presence of Acid H+, to form the Osone. Osone means C double bond O single bond CHO and once single bond is there, this is called the plus two C six H five C H double bond N N H C six H five. This is called the benzaldehyde phenyl phenyl hydrazone.